me and Steph Curry with the shot. Ben cooking with the sauce. Chef Curry with the pot, boy. Live from the 301. Live from the pot. I want to welcome my audience to episode number 196 of Curry in the Pot. I'm your host, I'm your guy, Mike Curry, and I'm back another episode, man. If you missed last week's episode, I'm gonna hold y'all. It's old news, but um, you could check out my predictions on last week's episode. That was pretty cool, and we also did a um, a preview of the season. Me and my guy B Jones and Bank. Um, it was a lot of fun. I'm, I lie, I lie. I didn't even give out my picks last week, um, but I did go nine and seven on those things. It was a little hard, but went nine and seven couple wacky things happen in week one that's just the nature of week one that's just how it goes um so what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna briefly recap week one because it's really really old news but as far as like outliers and things that have happened because some really really good teams lost in week one a couple of uncharacteristic things happen but we're gonna just briefly touch on it then i want to talk about week two obviously um it's already begun uh chiefs defeated the Chargers thursday night and then we got this Triple G versus Canelo Alvarez fight, the trilogy, the third fight between these two. And then Roger Federer also retired the other day. And I got a little story just to tell about that, um, about Roger Federer, man. So let's get right into week one. So obviously we had the Bills and the, and the Rams, and uh, they mollywopped the Rams. We don't really have anything to talk about, but uh, the Rams got destroyed. I actually thought the Bills would win this game, and they actually did. So uh, shout out to the Bills. Shout out to the Bills Mafia. Uh, for winning, it seems like so long ago, like September the eighth. It seems like, you know, it seems like a long time ago. Uh, but yeah, Bills punished the Rams, man, thirty-one ten final score. Uh, Sunday slate, we had the Saints and the Falcons. This game, you know, the Falcons. Honestly, I saw something. I saw a stat on Twitter the other day, and like the Falcons, they just be like on the wrong side of history, like. Like, they had four sacks in this game. They had a running back that rushed for over 100 yards. They had, like, they outgained the Saints by, like, so many yards, and they still somehow, someway lost this game. That's just what the Falcons do. Obviously, they can't get out of their own way. Um, But it did show me that the Falcons will be a competitive bunch this year. Um, But the Saints, though, they turned up in the fourth quarter. Jameis Winston had over 200 passing yards in the fourth quarter alone. Uh, Jarvis Landry, he had a master class. Jarvis Landry, like... When the last time we seen Jarvis Landry play like that? Uh, Michael Thomas returned. He had two touchdowns. Uh, they couldn't really get Alvin Kamara going in this one uh, for whatever reason. I know he's come game 27 to 26. Uh, next game, we had a monsoon in Chicago. It was the Bears drafted in the same draft class, 2021. Trey Lance, Justin Fields. Uh, I'm not impressed. But y'all know Justin Fields is my guy. And, you know, he went to Ohio State. Of course he's my guy. But the Bears did get this one done, and they did win this game 19-10. But it was a nasty game, bro. Just real, <laughs> just really nasty, bro. It was a monsoon. Uh, they won this one 19-10. Trey Lance did not look impressive. But I don't, I can't put it all on him. You know, it was it was really nasty weather, man. Like, you saw Justin Fields and some of the Bears players treat the field like it was a slip inside. Like, it was nasty, bro. It was nasty. 19-10 final score. Uh, Trey Lance has to be better. I'm sure he knows that. But the weather definitely played a huge part. But these are professional players, so there we have it. Uh, next game, we had the Steelers taking on the Bengals, man. Shout out to these AFC North dogs, man. Uh, the Steelers, man. They are helping me push my agenda. And... My agenda is, if you haven't noticed, if you haven't been listening, but I've been saying the Bengals are fluky. 
They've been fluky, in my opinion, since last year. Um, and I know you guys are probably wondering, how can you be fluke and make the Super Bowl? Listen, bro. In the Titans game, they in the Titans game, Joe Burrow was sacked nine times. If you're telling me that's not poor quarterback play on the other side, I don't even know what to tell you. But, again, Ryan Tannehill. But, nevertheless, my agenda looks like it's going right, guys. I'm sorry to get all excited about another man's downfall, but I just like being right on my predictions. So, if a man's downfall happens to be a result of that, cool. But I'm talking about the entire Bengals team. But Joe Burrow in this game had five turnovers. Five turnovers. You know, this Joe Shiesty guy, this Joe Burr guy y'all talking about, he had five turnovers. And that did not help. Obviously, though, he had five turnovers, but he did manage to, you know, keep his team alive and in the game. You know, hooking up with Jamar Chase for a touchdown with one second remaining in the game. You know, obviously, you know, the Minka Fitzpatrick, huge block, and goes to overtime. Bengals still had a chance to win. Evan McPherson misses. Uh, you know, it was a lot, man. It was it was, it was was a nutty game. This game could have really been a tie. Uh, Steelers did get this one 23-20. Next game, Eagles, Lions. Jalen Hurts, man, he hooked up with A.J. Brown a lot, man. In this debut, he had 155 receiving yards. I do want to shout out the line. Dolphins, Patriots. You guys can get used to seeing this, man. The Patriots are going to lose a score. Um, it's like of the Patriots our entire lives. And now I feel like we don't really know the identity. Correct me if I'm wrong, but we've always known the identity. You know, it was always Brady. They were always led by Brady. Always had a good offensive line. We know Brady's going to get the ball out. He has his consonants like um, Julian Edelman, Gronk, stuff like that. Uh, the run game is always sound. Defense is always good. It's like we they had an identity. Now, I don't really know what their identity is, especially when you got Matt Patricia calling plays, and I, I don't even know what to make of that. But <laughs> you guys can get used to seeing the Patriots have more L's than W's in the win column. I'm going to just say that. The final score was 20-7. to Next game, Ravens, Jets. Um, In this game, I, I want to shout out the Jets, man, because they actually hung in this one for, like, most of the game, especially in the first half, they were able to hang in there with Joe Flacco at the helm, who had more passing yards than Lamar Jackson in this one. Um, but the Ravens were able to get it done. I think you're going to see like an angry version of Lamar Jackson. He's just going he's, to he's, he's be good, but I don't think he's going to run as much this year. Um, I think they're going to do just enough, get in the playoffs, man. Until Lamar gets this bag, I don't see him taking off for too many, you know, runs and design runs and off-schedule runs as well, which may hinder the Ravens' offense a little bit. Um, but they were able to do enough to beat the Jets, and I just feel like that's what the Ravens are going to do. They're going to do enough to win games. 24-9 final score. Next game, Jaguars, Commanders. I was at this game. Enjoy myself, honestly, man. Uh, we got to see... The, the the highs and touchdowns, the two touchdowns hooking up with Jahan Dotson. The touchdown where he hooked up with McLaurin, the touchdown to Jahan Dotson was a beautiful throw. was an absolutely beautiful throw. Kyle Allen, one of those type of, bro, this game's over. Alex Smith, too, this, this game's over. Sometimes that's what you need, man. I, I, that's what I like about him. He is a guy that has to have against a team who sent your previous team out the playoffs last year in the Colts. Collins has against a very, very competitive bunch in the Detroit Lions. But I like what I saw from Carson. Um, they have some things to clean up. 
But the thing is, it's only week one. So they have they, they have a long couple more things develop. You know, some bigger plays going to happen. But like I said, it's only week one. Yeah, th it's going to take some time. But I, I was impressed by what I saw. I know it's only the Jaguars. But Elms, Panthers. Uh, Baker Mayfield went up against his old team. Uh, did not like anything I saw from this game because why? I mean, but I'm not overly impressed by what I saw. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but... Um, Matt Ryan had over 350 yards in his coach debut hooking up. I'm sorry. And Jonathan Taylor had 161 yards. I'm all over the place, man. I'm ready for week up in a tie, unfortunately, for, I guess, the Colts, because I think the Colts are a team that will win. You know, that's what happens. It's division games. Next game, Lions, I'm sorry, Giants. I'm happy he's back on the field. And not just back on the field, because, you know, we've seen him come back from injury. But 164 yards on the ground. Um, I just felt like the Giants didn't have to win. Disciple of Saban. I think the Giants are going to be a competitive bunch this year based on what I... Vikings, Packers. I said this on last week's episode. The Vikings are going to beat the 184 receiving yards. Absolutely not. I was not surprised, bro. Because Kevin... Also, the play caller for the... I'm sorry, new head coach of the Vikings. He was also the play caller for the race. In this game, I saw Justin Jefferson... Being guarded by Preston Smith. This is Kevin type of way. And Justin Jefferson's skill set is better. He's faster. I think he's a better. He's like, he a Ferrari, bro. He a Bugatti. So, shouts out to the Vikings by the Saints last year in week one. So, I'm not too concerned. But I am a little concerned, not going to lie. They blew this team. I have nothing nothing much more to say. Uh, the Cardinals got smacked around. I think they'll be a playoff team by any chance. Uh, next game, Raiders, Chargers. Chargers got this one done. Um, Devontae Adams did have a really nice debut. Did want to shout out to him. But, yeah, um, the Cowboys lost this game 19-3. They did lose Dak Prescott. is going to be out for a while with that thumb in. They have Bengals week two. And then we had Monday Night Football. The Broncos take Nathaniel Hackett. What are you doing, bro? <laughs> what are you doing? I don't. <laughs> what are you doing, bro? Let's move on to week two. Let's get some predictions in. And let's, let's get it, man. Let's get it. Then we're going to talk Roger Federer and Triple G. And Canelo trilogy. Let's get it. Week two, we had the Chiefs taking on the Chargers on Thursday night football. I just wanted to say real quick, I like um, these commentators in new places. You know, we had on Thursday night football, we got Kirk Herbstreet and Al Michaels on the call, and I really like their broadcast. I like Aikman and Joe Buck on Monday night football. Um, Sunday night football, we still have Chris Collinsworth. He's up there with Mike Tirico. I like these commentators. I really do. It's it's really good. I'm I'm a sports nerd. I really like everything from you know the commentary to the jerseys to you know the coaching concepts stuff like that. I I love it. So commentary is a big plus for me because I'm one of those guys. I have the TV really really loud. Not some stale commentary. You're like, what are these dudes talking about? No, Al Michaels a professional, one of the best in the business. You pair him with Kirk Herbstreit, who's this tandem. And this game was also on Amazon, so shout out to Amazon. <laughs> but Thursday night, we had the Chargers taking on the... I don't know. This game started off weird. It kind of had a weird flow. Tennessee, and then it just... 11, 11 scoreless minutes in the rest of the second quarter. A bounce back game after having a real, a real bad game in week one. And I feel like Josh Allen and Justin Herbert get so much credit for almost beating Mahomes. It's like it's like we just want somebody to dethrone Mahomes, and it's like truth be told, like bro, you just get it done twenty-seven to twenty-four. I, 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 I love these Chiefs, man. I, 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 defense, man. You know the defense has always been sketchy, but shouts out to the Chiefs, man. I just I'm, I'm gonna be honest. 
Uh, next game, Commanders Lions. I'm gonna rock with the Commanders, man. I'm gonna rock with these. I'm gonna rock with the Saints, man. They show me a lot of evidence that they're really good at helping. Um Julio Jones, though, I was impressed with what I saw from Julio Jones on some, but I like the Saints in this one. Next game, uh, Giants, Panthers. I'm gonna, I'm gonna rock with the Giants and Steelers, Patriots. Man, first of all, then this game is gonna be a low scoring affair. I'm a, I'm going back in Colts, Jaguars. I'm going to go with the Colts to bounce back, uh, get the Jaguars out the way. The Dolphins, Ravens. I'm actually really, really struggling with this game, to be honest with you, man. I'm, I'm going to rock with the Dolphins. Next game, Falcons, ten day, like 10 days by, by the start of the game. So I'm going to rock with the Rams, man, about Seahawks. I'm going to rock with the 49ers. Next game, Cowboys, Bengals. I'm going to rock with the Texans. I'm going to rock with the Broncos to bounce back. <laughs> It's a lot of bounce back spots, I feel like. A lot of get right games. In this one, I'm really low on the Cardinals this year, unfortunately. And Monday Night Football, we have two games. One on ESPN, one on ABC. First one is the Bummer Rock with the Vikings. And that concludes week two predictions. Let's move on to Roger Federer. And, you know, me and my mom were talking about Roger Federer. My mom's not even a huge sports fan, but. Uh, she likes her tennis. She she likes she, she really loves Rafael Nadal. She she she'll actually watch Rafael Nadal. She'll watch Serena. She'll watch some Coco Golf. And obviously Francis TFO, who had a pretty good um run in the US Open. But me and my mom were talking about like, you know, the best in the sport. And you know, we're talking about how um I, f- I forget the guy's name won the US Open. But we were just talking about tennis players. She's like, Well, what happened to Djokovic? And I was like, you know, I don't I don't know why he ain't play. And then um, she's like, what about Roger Federer? I, like, I don't know where Roger Federer's been. I know, you know, he's been banged up over the last, you know, couple of years. Um, he hasn't been at, you know, he hasn't been Roger Federer. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we're talking about Nadal, how he got bounced. And, you know, a couple of days later, he ends up retiring. And, you know, I like what he said in this statement. And what he said in the statement was, I know my body's capacities and limits. And his message to me lately has been clear. I have played more than 1,500 matches over 24 years. Tennis has treated me more generously than I ever would have dreamt. And now I must recognize when it is time to end my competitive career. So, first of all, this shows me self-awareness. And I can admire that. And I can appreciate and respect that. He knows he hasn't been the Roger Federer we've seen over these years. He knows that. You know... Oftentimes in sports, we see players who who play way past their prime. Are they chasing money? You know, are they having financial issues? Do they still have the... Has it just not clicked? they like, my ability is gone. But based on my name, I'll still compete and I'll still keep getting them checks regardless of what it does to my legacy. Roger Federer said, hey, my body is saying it's over, so it's over. And I can I can respect that. So, like I said, oftentimes in sports we see guys play way past their prime, or just because they have a name, they'll still get a contract. Like we see it so many times, and you know it doesn't pan out. You know what I'm saying? So a shout out to Roger Federer, man. Uh, what a great career. I always get a little sad on the inside because these are it's, lately it's been players retiring from their field and their sport who I've grown up watching. Like, he said he's been playing for 24 years. Okay, I was three years old when he started playing professional tennis. That's a long time. So it's like, in a sense, I grew up with his career. 
And I always get a little sad on the inside when that happens. Like, you know, like, you know, we, you know, in the NFL, you know, Peyton Manning, uh, Drew Brees, uh, Ben Roethlisberger, you know, players like that on the NBA, you know, you know, Kobe Bryant's over the years, your Tim Duncan's, your Kevin Garnett's, your Ray Allen's, those players, Steve Nash, who's now a coach, you know, those players, Jason Kidd, those players, you know, that I grew up watching, you know, obviously not playing anymore, it, it, it makes me a little sad, to be honest, and it tells me, damn it, I'm old, so, uh, yeah, shout out to Roger Federer, hell of a career, 20 grand slams, um, just... Just a beast, man. One of the best men, male tennis players of all time. Uh, let's move on. We got this Triple G fight uh, taking on Canelo Alvarez, the trilogy. The first fight was a draw. I thought Triple G won that fight personally because he was really he was really bumping with Canelo. I'm like, oh, because I thought Canelo was going to, you know, you know, cook him. But it wasn't that. Second fight, Canelo wins. Um, he Canelo dominated that fight for the most part. Um, but the third fight, man, the trilogy, man, they're fighting again. And to be honest, I don't know. I don't know how this fight's gonna go. I really don't. Um, the last two, the last time these two fought was back in 2018, and then they fought again. the The, the first fight was in 2017. So these guys haven't fought in a while. So it, I'm definitely looking forward to it. I really am looking forward to it, man. Um, you know, Triple G has won four belts since then. Um, last time he won by TKO. And Canelo Alvarez, we all know he moved up in weight not too long ago. Um, and lost to, um, I forgot, Bivol? I forgot you say his name, but he moved super middleweight. So we'll see how it goes. But, yeah, that was only Canelo's second. He beat Caleb Plant, um, Billy Joe Saunders. Um, triple G. So, I'm looking forward to this fight. I think it should be fun and exciting. And uh, it, for my gamblers out there, man, there's some tremendous value on Triple G. Obviously, a guy who's went toe to toe with this man, Canelo. Um, but Canelo's really pissed off from losing his last fight, going up and wait. Um, I'm just excited, man. I'm just gonna eat my popcorn. I might sprinkle a little bit on Triple G to win my decision, uh, just because there's tremendous value there. But I'm looking forward to it, man. Just to fight when I get my popcorn ready. Post up with my dad. And just enjoy the vibes, man. Just enjoy the vibes. But I want to thank everybody for listening. I want to thank everybody for the continued love and support. I'm your host, I'm your guy Mike Curry, and I am signing out. Episode number 196 is done. Peace.